What's up? Welcome back. Kyle Russ here with the Hydro Mind Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how surf training and surfing fitness meets and exceeds the requirement for every other sport and for daily life. So the coolest thing that I've been learning lately about surf training is how it just improves everything else that I'm doing because the requirements to thrive in the ocean are so great. The ocean is so demanding that it actually exceeds the requirements for to do the other things. So I got the perfect example, really cool story. Um, I just came back from a snowboarding trip um, in Banff, Canada. We go every spring. A little background on me for snowboarding. So snowboarding, grew, I grew up on the west coast of Canada. There's mountains everywhere, tons of snow. Everybody snowboards. Um, it was my first love. I wanted to be a pro snowboarder. Um, I did it religiously. Surf, I always surfed, but it was more like when surfing was convenient. I just like I pushed myself the hardest in snowboarding. Um, surfing was fairly new when I was a kid, back in the 90s. Um, and uh, the jumps weren't great, so I was okay at jumps. But one thing that started was rails and boxes and stuff. Like you see that in every park now. Back then it wasn't in the parks. Um, the only people that were doing it were pros in magazines. So what I did and my friends back in the day, we'd take the railings that make the lineups for the chairlifts that like, you know, like make people guide people through the lines. We'd steal those, bring them into the forest and then start practice board sides on those because they weren't in the park at the mountain. And then when it would snow in town, we'd do handrails and there were some gigantic handrails. Um, it was me and my friend Rob were the ones who started it. Um, I was the first one and I didn't know anybody else on planet earth who was doing rails, um, at, at all, like handrails downstairs, except for pros. I would see pictures in magazines. So I made a name for myself at a young age. I was 16 when I started uh, doing rails, got a few of it on film. Um, then I made it my goal. I was going to uh, become pro. So when I graduated high school, I moved to Whistler um, in Canada. It's it's like the best mountain resort in the world. Lots of good pro snowboarders come from there. Mark McMorris uh, and just a bunch. That didn't work out. Um, I had a hard time finding a job. I stayed there for a few months, partied until I ran out of money. All I did was party. It was awesome too. But um, I had to leave, get a real job. And that was kind of the end of my pushing myself um, at snowboarding progression started getting focused a little more on surfing um actually and i would just snowboard when it would be convenient but it started to decline i started to suck at snowboarding and i was now a little bit a brief history of my sporting background i played soccer and basketball religiously and i was in great endurance shape i could I'd go non-stop great runner great endurance one thing two things i never did i never did any flexibility training all my coaches warned me because I was so inflexible. I didn't touch my toes until I was 28. Um, and they'd all warn me, you're going to get injured. But I was like usually the best or one of the best players on all my teams. And I was like, I just, I thought I knew everything. So I just didn't do it. I never, ever stretched. I never, another thing I never did uh, strength training. I never did anything to put on any muscle. And I achieved like, I don't know, whatever, just like individual things like scoring and stuff like that. We never won anything major. Um, and I don't, I didn't ever reach my potential because all I did was the endurance training, the conditioning. Um, so going forward to snowboarding in my twenties, um, every time I'd go, 
because I would fall, the impact of just like hitting the ground, I'd throw my back out every time. I'd injure my back every time I snowboarded. And I'd always fall because I had zero flexibility. So actually, I started focusing on surfing a lot more because there was no impact and I wasn't hurting myself. But I was forced to eventually start focusing on flexibility. Now, okay, going to the snowboard trip now. I'm 37. I'll be 38 this year. I'm snowboarding better than I ever have in my entire life, better than when I was 18 and 19. Um, one thing I don't try anymore is flips and I don't go huge. Um, but I land every trick I know, never wipe out, never in pain. I'll cut to a couple clips here, a couple 360s I did on a, um, a couple different jumps, a couple different grabs. So watch the clips now. Nice. Nice. So jumps. They're not that big. I don't go big. My risk tolerance is zero. Um, I don't want to get hurt, um, but I'm stomping everything. Um, a good um, comparison is when I was a kid, I had no flexibility, no strength. Um, so what does snowboarding or sorry, surfing demand of us? Our training, the first thing we give to everyone um, is flexibility. I always say stretching is the fountain of youth because, and this is where I got that saying from was from the snowboarding because I started stretching for surfing to improve my pop-up and it fixed my back. It fixed my hips. I don't get injured when I fall into snowboard more. So it's like I turned back time and started progressing on my snowboard again. For context, I snowboard two, maybe three times a year in the spring. Um, it just hasn't worked out that I do it very much. And it makes absolutely no sense that I'm landing all my old tricks not wiping out, not getting hurt, and progressing and getting better at my age. And here's why. The demands of surfing, the demands of the ocean are so high, and my love, my passion for surfing are so great that um, I do whatever it takes to stay at that level. Top thing, flexibility, I mentioned. Um, it's a fountain of youth. It's given me back everything. It's, it's made me live pain-free. Another little um, example, a contrast, so I snowboarded with the same guys that I've snowboarded with my whole life, guys that I grew up with. I mentioned earlier Rob, the guy who's doing the handrails with me. We got him and another buddy. Um, and I hate to call them out, man, but these dudes are out of shape. Same age as me. So we're all great athletes, killed it in all these board sports, uh, snowboarding, skateboarding, all that stuff. Through all our 20s, all of us partied together like crazy. We, we, our bodies took a beating. Um, and I got sober at 28, almost 10, or nine years ago now. They didn't. And then I went headfirst into health and fitness and longevity and recovery and, and all the stuff that you see me teach um, about 10 years ago. And they didn't. And that's the difference, right? So now I'm, t I'm starting to teach that stuff to them now. Um, I wish I had years ago. So Rob's doing the flexibility. He's doing the hydration. He's starting to improve. But as a contrast... I don't know, these guys, every day after snowboarding, they were just like limping and beat up and sore and like, and they're not doing the best snowboarding of their life. They're on decline um, and I'm on my way up, which is such an insane contrast, which is insane to see. So another really, really important thing um, is the core training. So like I said, I never did strength training when I was younger. Everything I do is core training now. Um, if you're in my Waterman group, you know that... Um, Proper inhale, proper exhale during exercise. You flex your core and the exhale in a proper way that protects your spine. So every workout we do becomes a core workout, but also it makes flexing your core a subconscious reflex, protecting your spine in the proper way. Um, so man, my core has never been stronger. I haven't had a back injury in years and years and years and years. And 
I'm just spinning and getting around on my snowboard better than I ever have. Um, so, you know, it's funny. They say youth is wasted on the young because youth is when you have all the fitness, but then you don't have the maturity. Now I feel like I have both. Like I have like such a high knowledge of like how to control a, a snowboard. Um, and I got the body to back it up. So it's, it's insanely fun. Another cool thing. So up on the mountain at elevation, there's low levels of oxygen. Um, so we do low oxygen training every single day. So training in an oxygen deficit. So I was never out of breath. Um, I felt totally comfortable. The only thing that was burning out for me were like the muscles on like the sides of my shins. Um, something I'm not used to using all the time, but it wasn't that bad. It didn't stop me or anything. So it's cool to just kind of point those out. So a little more balanced training um, will help. A little more foot strengthening, which is something I do, but could definitely be doing more. And, and then the, uh, the body weight stuff, man, proper eating, um, proper hydration. And here's the kicker, knowing how to warm up my body, knowing my problem area. So training for surfing has demanded this of me, like, like, I, like you wouldn't believe, like I always say that the ocean is ultimate teacher because it gives you immediate unbiased feedback of where you're at. For example, if your shoulders are tight, it'll let you know right away when you're paddling. If your breath is off, it'll let you know um, any area, any weakness that gets exposed in the ocean, it cannot tell a lie. So it's forced me to highlight these areas and do something about it. So um, my warmups were great. I felt great. Um, and it was it's just so unbelievably satisfying um, that training for surfing has given me back snowboarding. It's, it's incredible. And then in my day-to-day life, so no pain, no back pain. I used to have horrible back pain. Um, when I was like 21, my back pain got so bad. I couldn't even walk. I had to crawl out of bed a couple of times. Horrible, scary thing happened to you when you're 21. So I'm 37, almost 38. No more back pain, back stronger than ever. Um, I've had hip pain, those are gone. Um, flexibility, like I said, everything. The ocean has demanded me to not have any holes. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but like my biggest holes got exposed. Um, and those are the things I filled. So I'm always looking to get better. Like I'm not, yeah, like I'm saying, I'm not perfect. There's still other holes that need to be filled, but uh, the ocean, make sure I know I'm aware of those. So what I want to press upon you is. If you are looking to get in shape for surfing, if you have problems in your day-to-day life, back pain, stiffness, soreness, overweight, lack of self-esteem, lack of confidence, anything, um, or you have other sports that um, you're struggling and then other passions that are struggling, man, set the bar high. Set your goals. Make them big. Make them. Make your goals to surf bigger waves than you ever have before we got a guy in our group Corey Getz he's one of our coaches as well um he's 52 he surfed his whole life so close to 50 years like 40 something um suffered a stroke got to a point where he couldn't walk started our training hit all his goals for maneuvers this year and then he just set a new goal to surf eight to ten foot waves he ordered a new board a six four a bigger wave board and here's what's cool he never surfed eight to 10 foot waves his whole life, even in his prime twenties, thirties, never, it just wasn't his thing. So he's setting the biggest goals of his life in his older age, in his fifties. 
So for me, that inspires me so much. I'm like, I'm gonna, my, I haven't reached my potential as a surfer at this age. I'm, man, my 40s and 50s are going to be insane. I'm going to peak in my 40s and 50s because of how high I'm setting my bar of what the ocean demands of me. And like, I don't even know where my snowboarding is going to go, but um, I just had the best snowboarding trip of my entire life at this age. So pretty insane. And the way I'm moving through, oh, here's a really cool side story. So right now we're looking to sell our house, doing a lot of manual labor um like non-stop hardcore manual labor and man like lots of heavy lifting that would normally like hurt someone's back if they didn't know what they're doing still killing it still feeling great feeling younger than ever youth is wasted on the young unless you're a surfer and you know how to stay in shape haha <laughs> so point for you to be successful to thrive in the ocean the bar is set so high that if you aim your aim that high Everything else below it um, will come with it too. So you'll thrive in all your daily life. Your self-esteem and confidence will be there. You'll feel great. You move through the world great. And that's it, man. That's why the ocean is the ultimate teacher um, and she does provide. So that's all I got for this episode. If you want this kind of training that I'm doing every day, that my watermen are doing every day, um, I made you a free video. It's below this in the description. Um, it's a step-by-step. -step. It shows you how we do it, what we do, and also what we don't do. And if that looks like it's good for you, you want um, all the stuff I'm talking about in this video, the video below will also show you how you can get involved in our training too. So that's all I got for this video. My name is Kyle Russ with Hydro Mind. Thanks a lot for watching.